having our children. I know school has just started back. I mean, the kids are going back to school. Some of the kids are going back to school for the first time since COVID. COVID. Mm -hmm. So some kids are going back into a classroom for the first time since 2019. 2019. Yeah, because it started, COVID started early 2020, back like in February, March. So about over a year and a half. Mm -hmm. And so what definitely, I'm just wanting to let, um, Oriana's audience know that there's some things that we should be looking for in our kids yeah. um, if they are struggling with anxiety or having issues at school that they may not tell us about. Mm -hmm. Because as we know, kids don't always have the words um, to say the things that, that they're going through. Um, and so sometimes for us as adults, first thing what anxiety is, anxiety is one of those uh, mental health issues that really is about you know, worrying, or if you have somebody that sometimes you just feel on edge, yeah. or just sometimes you just feel like you can't get your mind right, or can't get your mind to shut off, or you know, thoughts. or your thoughts to shut yeah. off. Real quick, mm -hmm. is anybody excused from anxiety? Could it happen to anybody? No, nobody's excused. So anxiety can happen to anybody, and anxiety doesn't have to be. You know, there's different levels to everything that we deal with. Mm -hmm. You know, if you think about like performing and going on stage, yeah. um, you have like the butterflies in your stomach. That could be anxiety. And sometimes we see that as good anxiety. Mm -hmm. You know, the anxiety that motivates us to do something. But then sometimes we can have those butterflies in our stomach and there's nothing going on. Mm -hmm. It's just that sense of fear or feeling like something bad is going to happen. Um, but we have no proof that something bad is going to happen. Um, and so we worry a lot about things. So that's anxiety as well. Yeah. And sometimes anxiety can get severe to the point where it makes you not want to leave home um, or it makes you not want to have conversations with people. Um, a lot of times I'll see on social media when people will say um, they don't want people to interrupt their peace. Mm -hmm. You know, and there's a definitely a difference between a thin line between somebody interrupting your peace or that person causing you anxiety. Right, so being able as adults, being able to say, okay, is this what is what really is this about? Right, so so many nuggets right mm -hmm. here that I gained. It's always like that with you, Megan. I love oh, that every you. time we have a conversation, two nuggets personal, grown up, adult wise. Then we're gonna go to the third one as a child. The peace thing that mm -hmm. you were talking about definitely dealt with it. Mm -hmm. You know, I got to the point where I was dealing with some people that I held dear to my heart. But it was starting to affect my mental health, so mm -hmm. I had to take a break. And if, although I loved them, I had to love me more. Mm -hmm. yeah. And I had to demand mm -hmm. those boundaries again, demand that space. And it hurt. Yeah. But it's like as soon as I committed to it, I felt better. Didn't solve the problem because mm -hmm. I still had to go back and address it eventually. Yeah. But my anxiety was too high to, to deal with it at the moment. Mm -hmm. And I'm so glad you, you mentioned that because I kept saying my piece. But honestly, every time I was around them and I was still entertaining it, I didn't feel right. Mm -hmm. yeah. That was anxiety. That was so anxiety. That, that, that moment. Then also with adults, we can verbally say what's wrong mm -hmm. with us most of the time. We can say, even if we're not feeling right, if we don't have our thoughts together, we can say, I don't have my thoughts yeah. together. So third one leads to the child. The child isn't mature enough most of the time to be able to express it the mm -hmm. way an adult can. So that's why it's so important for us to pay attention to the signs because they can't tell us, hey, 
I'm having a bad day. Ooh. Hey, like we sit off camera, my dad died. That's why yeah. I'm making out. Hey, my parents divorced. That's why I'm making out. So I'm so thankful for this conversation because we can highlight it and talk to people, especially the parents out there, on how you can address your children and pay attention to the size because no one's excused from mm -hmm. this. Nobody. Not even children. And everybody needs somebody to talk to. Mm -hmm. And so one of the things that, and like you said, some of the differences in children, because like as an adult, if I if having a job, if I just feel like I wake up and I'm not in a good headspace and I just don't feel like dealing with that supervisor mm -hmm. today, I can just call in. I can get me a mental health day. Mm -hmm. But how many times are our children able to come to us and say, you know what, mom, I just don't feel right. Yeah. And we allow them to take a mental health day. Mm -hmm. Or we allow them to take a break. Yeah. Um, and so some of the things for parents, for you to look for you to look for to see if your child is dealing with some anxiety um, is if they are always maybe having a stomach ache mm -hmm. or maybe having a headache. And it's not something that you, you like you take them to the doctor, you give them medicine, um, but they just still have an ache somewhere. Mm -hmm. That's one of the, the triggers, that, well, the things for us to look for mm -hmm. um, in the children. Also, sometimes if the children just start acting out, like, it's not their norm, yeah. you know, or it could be their norm, and they've been dealing with anxiety for a while. But definitely, if you have a child that goes from a, a mild-mannered, cool, calm, and collect child, and all of a sudden, you know, you ask them to wash the dishes, they're like, no, I don't want to wash the dishes. That's something to, to let you know as a parent that, okay, something different is going on with them, could be going on with them. Um, or even if they start worrying about stuff, like mm -hmm. if they start asking you what I call future questions about the future, right? So, um, you know, like mama and especially with the pandemic going on, mama, are we going to get COVID? Mama, is somebody going to die from COVID? Mama, how long are we going to have to wear our mask? You know, those are questions that are very realistic for us right now, but they definitely could be some questions that are coming from a place of anxiety for the kids. Mm -hmm. um, of course, one of the things we always talk about is like their behavior at school is changing or their grades are failing or you know, it's time to do homework and they were like, they like, they can't focus and concentrate on doing their homework. Um, or like they don't want to hang out with their friends, don't want to talk to their friends anymore. Um, or things like that kind of just want to be to themselves. Now, one of the things I would tell the parents out there is it could be difficult because they don't want to focus and concentrate on their homework. But oh, they can get on TikTok and they can do yeah. all the dances, they can focus and concentrate on that, right? But I will say, mm -hmm. I don't want you to lose your thought, but I, re I have realized that even my husband used TikTok as an outlet. Like, yeah. he and it makes him laugh. Mm -hmm. So, he goes on it. He said, the only reason I go on TikTok is to laugh. Yeah. And that's the only reason he does it. So, it's like, if you're going through anxiety and you feel some type of way, you resort to something that makes yeah. you feel good. And that's what I was going to say, because they may be using TikTok or even their video games as a way to cope with what they're dealing with. So as parents, I just don't want us to use that as an excuse to say, if you can focus on this thing on this side, you should be able to focus on your schoolwork because those are two separate entities, mm -hmm. two separate things altogether. Mm -hmm. um, and so that just knowing what it looks like sometimes is an eye opener for us, for our kids to know that the same things that are impacting us on the day to day are impact could be impacting them just in a different way. Right. Children aren't able to say, okay, you're getting on my nerves, even to their parents sometimes. <laughs> yeah. You know, but the reality is as parents, 
We probably do get all the kids nervous sometimes, right? We are if we are interrupting their video game or interrupting their TikTok, they may not be happy, you know. So just give them the opportunity to be able to, you know. I'm glad you were able to say that. Mm -hmm. Take you a breather and go get them dishes washed, right? Mm -hmm. Not saying they don't have to do the chore, but definitely not making them feel like their feelings aren't valid either. Exactly. You know. Yeah, I, my two year old this morning, I felt some type of way. I wanted like extra hugs and kisses, mm -hmm. and he was like, "Bye." Like, <laughs> I have time to go. I, I don't have time to give you extra hugs and kisses. And I felt offended until you just said it because I was, you know, his nothing. <laughs> like he's human too. He don't want mama to hug. He's two years old now. Mm -hmm. He's about to be three in October. He don't want me always picking him up, hugging him no more. He's getting to the age where he's more independent. Yeah. He's sleeping on his own now. He can feed himself. He can do some things. So he, this morning he cracked me up because we were about to put on his clothes. He looked at me like I was taking my time, so he started taking the shirt off himself. Mm -hmm. I was like, "What? When did you learn how to do that?" Like mm -hmm. they, 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 time flies by, yeah, so fast. And you look at this child and be like, "I just had you." Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, I remember. Yeah. I re I was just in the hospital bed with you, and you taking off your shirt now. <laughs> Cause you know it's time. Yeah, I, that is crazy. But like you said, I'm I'm just gonna be real. When we go to the the African American culture, the Black mm -hmm. culture, if we talk to our parents any kind of way, pop, yeah, flat, go to your room, like, yeah. and of course, if you don't know better, you can't do better. Mm -hmm. That's that's my factory. So I would never look back at my mom and how she raised me as her being wrong. Mm -hmm. Because that's how she was raised, and that's how her mama, mama was raised. Yeah. So that's what we we pass down from generation to generation. But it's so important for us to educate ourselves. And just because your mama did it a certain way doesn't mean you have to do it a certain that's way. True. And I think that's what I know. That's what the purpose of this yeah. conversation is. Pay attention to your child. You can give your child the opportunity to express themselves. I just thought my mama was crazy when she did mm -hmm. it. But that's something my mama did. She would be like, "We overdid." It. I'm not gonna lie. But she'd be like, she'll say something and she'd be like, you can start telling me how you feel. And we told her uh -huh. how we felt. And we would be in that living room for about three, four hours. But now that my sister and I are older, I know for myself speaking, I appreciate them moments. Mm -hmm. They were annoying. Yeah. We talk all day long. <laughs> I mean, you you would have to be there to really know. Ask my husband, because mm -hmm. she would bring him in the situation sometimes. But we would be in that living room just talking stuff out all day long. But I'd rather talk get out then to hold it in and it i blow up on you three four months yeah. later so we did a lot of that and when i look back now i appreciate that and i'm not going to tell my kids like normally they can tell me what they want but i will do what you said yeah. and be like i appreciate you express that emotion now go back and do it yeah <laughs> yeah you yeah. know what we need to do with it when not so give them time and i think for and i think my message to the parents is really just being able to Allow them to express themselves. Mm -hmm. Allow them to say how they're feeling yeah. without them getting in trouble for it. A yeah. lot of times, our kids are not going to tell us how they truly feel because they feel like they're going to get in trouble. Gotcha. Um, but then also, when you notice these signs you know, in your kids, there's nothing wrong with allowing them to have a break. You know, and I'm not saying if every day Lee Jordan wakes up saying his stomach hurts, he don't have to go to yes, school. Kids, they can you know, because they will find a way to, to, yeah. to do too much. You, know. you know, but definitely, I feel like there's nothing wrong with even if it's putting it into your schedule when they come home from school. 
um, looking at what your schedule looks like. Because sometimes if the kids are getting up early in the morning, going to school, staying at school all day, come home, do homework, take a shower, wait for them to go to bed. So even if you find a way to incorporate a break into that to where they have time to just be able to, you know, just decompress. Yeah. You know, because for me, my on my way home is my time to just kind of get my mind right mm -hmm. before I step into the home and become mom, yeah. you know, become a wife. You know, exactly. it's more like it gives me that time. And so sometimes the kids don't have that. So we have to be able to create that for them. Mm -hmm. So being able to give them that time, help them structure that. Mm -hmm. But also just being able to listen to them um, or and provide them some someone who they can just talk to about it. Yeah. You know, there's sometimes that, <laughs> well sometimes, you know, we can have an auntie or an uncle, yeah. you know, a grandmother that, that just listens to them and lets them express themselves. Mm -hmm. And it may not be a need for professional intervention as in like a therapist. Um, but if it gets to that point, being open to the idea. Um, one of the things I tell parents and mm -hmm. I tell you know, children as well is everything that we talk about in therapy is private and confidential. Mm -hmm. Like although you may, you know, you may see me at Walmart and you may see me at the baseball field or you my kids are playing soccer, you may see me at the soccer field. But I do want you to know that nobody that I know is gonna know anything about the things that we talk about. Mm -hmm. Um because that's what therapy is. Mm -hmm. Um and we're not gonna judge it. So I'm not gonna be telling the judge, well yeah your mama was, you know, you need to wash your dishes when your mama say wash the dishes. What my role is, is to help little Johnny figure it out for himself, right? Mm -hmm. And so that's an, another thing that a therapist can help with. Mm -hmm. But even before the therapy, if, if you feel like therapy is not, your child doesn't need therapy, um, definitely call. You can give me a call mm -hmm. and just say, hey, this is what my child has going on. Do you think it's therapy that they need or is it something that I could be doing? Um, and I definitely offer that to anybody that's watching. Yeah. You can definitely call. Uh, if I don't answer, I give you a call back. Um, but I think that it's really important for us as a community to be able to recognize this in our kids, to be able to give them what they need at home, let them know that the way that you're feeling is normal. Mm -hmm. You're not going crazy. Um, you're not going to be looked at as somebody going crazy. You know, I don't even use the word crazy in my family, in my life. I try not to use the word crazy. Um, but definitely being able to let them know that it's okay to, it's okay to have these feelings. Um, and so how can we help you when you are dealing with this kind of stuff? Yeah, I, I had a thought as you were talking, I don't, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't think you have to need therapy to need therapy. Like, I feel like it can, it can be looked at as a self-care thing. It can be. I feel, I really do. Just like we take time to go get our mm -hmm. hair done, especially adult. I'm just looking from an adult viewpoint. But if I could take time to get my hair done, if I mm -hmm. could take time to get makeup done, if I could take time to just breathe, then I could take time to go talk to somebody. Mm -hmm. Especially from kid and adult perspective, if it's not a lot of people in their lives or any at all that they can do that with. Mm -hmm. If you know you're in the type of parent where you're not going to sit down and just really make the time yeah. for your child before the problems even start get them a therapist. Like, that's yeah. me. That's me. And we've had this conversation off camera. I called you maybe three months ago saying, hey, I wanted you to be my therapist. He told me you couldn't. <laughs> so, because we know each other too personally, mm -hmm. we didn't have to choose and I didn't want to, I didn't want to, I didn't want to 
choose it. I'd rather mm-hmm. keep my personal relationship and get a professional that's in the same field, mm-hmm. but they don't know me. So I get it. I'm not going to make <laughs> you lose your license. My best friend is a therapist. Mm-hmm. I won't make her lose her license either. <laughs> but with that being said, even then, I remember telling you, I said, I'm going to create a budget soon. I was like, when extra money comes in, I'm going to create a budget so I can afford, even if it's just once a month talking to a therapist. And I told you I was going to look at this self-care. Mm-hmm. There's nothing wrong with it. Mm-hmm. Even me admitting that I'm not crazy. I don't have anything going on with me. I'm a regular human like everybody else. I love God, all this good stuff. I just think, even with good friends, I got mm-hmm. a good support system. I have a, a wonderful husband, beautiful children, great friends. I still feel like I need somebody mm-hmm. to talk to. And I want to, and I'm going to do that before the years out. I'm going to, I already talked to the lady that mm-hmm. you gave me. Uh, she already told me what, what to do. So when I'm ready, I know how to call her mm-hmm. and schedule my appointment. And I will do that. Yeah, and I tell people all the time, and I guess, you know, it's kind of, you know, my my view is different because I am a therapist, Yeah. but everybody can benefit from therapy. Yeah. Everybody can benefit from having somebody to talk to that they feel like is not going to judge them, mm-hmm. that they feel like, I always say that the conversation is not going to come back up at the Thanksgiving table, mm-hmm. to just be able to help you process things that you're going through. It could be transitions, like the children transition from virtual learning back into the classroom. It could be transitions of, okay, my mom and dad are divorced. And the reality is, the same way your life is different, your children's lives are different too. Yeah. I mean, more ways than we kind of think. Mm-hmm. Um, or transitions in terms of, you know, maybe we move to another area. I say you know, even mm-hmm. just moving to another area, moving to another house. You know, all those can be transitions that are things that happen in life. Mm-hmm. You know, a transition into college, children mm-hmm. who are graduating high school and going into college, that's a transition. Things in your life are going to change at different phases in your life. Mm-hmm. And at that time, there's nothing wrong with talking to a therapist. Mm-hmm. Um, and at those times, you may see more anxiety. You may mm-hmm. see, you know, having a hard time sleeping. Yeah. You know, your appetite is changing. Or not just having a hard time sleeping, but you're sleeping too much. You know, yep. your appetite is changing. Um, you just your mind is just going in a million places, mm-hmm. um, all over the place, and you can't really stop your thoughts. You know, and so all of those are signs of signs of anxiety. But in children, one of the things to look out for is just some behavior changes mm-hmm. because the children are not going to tell you yeah. how they feel; they're going to show you how they how they feel. Exactly. You know, it can and be simple. Yeah, it can be simply you asking them to wash the dishes and you go in there and they throwing them across the table. And I know as parents, if you're anything like my parents where you ain't going to my kitchen to throw no dishes. I don't mm-hmm. care what you're going through, <laughs> yeah. right? Um, so being able to just in that moment take a pause, recognize it. Okay, maybe this is not, maybe this is more than just about the dishes mm-hmm. um, and allowing them that space. Yeah. Um, to either talk about it or just say, hey, you know what, just take, your, take you a break before we get back to the dishes. So just offering that support to them and letting them know that your their home is a safe space to be able to, you know, let your hair down, to be able to cry if you want to, to be able to scream if you want to, um, just so that they know that their feelings are valid yeah. and that it's okay to feel the way we feel, um, but it may be not okay to you know, throw the dishes, throw the dishes across the table. Because that's, that's letting your feelings control mm-hmm. you in. We have to learn that we can control yeah. our feelings, we can control our thoughts and all that. So we're going to take a quick break.
It's okay to not be okay. Contact me, Megan Ham, at Time for Change Counseling. I'm located right here in Brookhaven, and I also offer virtual appointments. Book your session today at meganmham.com. Time for Change Counseling. Change starts here. All right, y'all, so we're back. We are talking about, if you just tuned in, we are talking about children's mental health in particular. Mental health is always mm-hmm. an important topic, but we're emphasizing it for the children. And before we took a break, I mentioned that there's different things that that the kids can go through. And um, you mentioned some of the symptoms and things of that nature. But I kind of want to go into a little more detail when it comes to mental health. For example, I'll just use myself for example. My anxiety has been different lately. Mm -hmm. It's been to the point where I can just... I just have to survive sometimes through the day. I can't do any of this. Can't be creative. Can't have these conversations. All I can do is be a wife and be a mother. Yeah. I can't really be Ori. Like, Ori's there, but she's not functioning. She just, she's just in her roles. And it's scary. Um, like I said, I know it's gotten to the point where I need to make that phone call. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not going to hurt myself or anything like that, but and I feel like mine, and I can't speak for anyone's religion or background, but I really do feel like, for me personally, it's just the enemy trying to stop me from going to the level God is trying to take me to, if I'm just being mm-hmm. honest. I feel like God's, just like Job in the Bible, when Job lost everything, I don't. the part that I feel like people forget is the enemy went to God before he even attacked Job and said, I bet if you take all of this from him, he'll stop serving you. He'll doubt you. Mm-hmm. He'll stop believing in you. So God gave the enemy permission to take yeah. all of that from Job just to prove that Job is going to stay faithful and he's going to stay true to God. And I yeah. feel like that's me. I feel like I'm Job. And the enemy done went to God and said, you see how good Ori life is right now? You see how her marriage is successful? Her kids are beautiful. Her business, she still got a job. She can, she literally kept a job while she worked on a TV program. Yeah. She came back to the job and she still got a job. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like he went to, the, went to God and was like... I bet if I start making her feel like she don't have to lose any of it, but she start to feel like she's about to, mm-hmm. or she start to feel anxiety again, or the depression that she felt before she even found you again, mm-hmm. that she would stop serving you. And God has said, okay, you can do it. And that's me right now. Yeah. And it's scary. I've never mm-hmm. been so scared. I have my good days and my bad days. This is the second good day in a row. Didn't know what day I was going to yeah. have, but that's how consistent it's been. I, as an adult, was able to explain all of it. Mm-hmm. I can only imagine if this was going, uh-huh. going, if a kid was going through this, how that kid could explain it. And that's why this conversation right now is so important yeah. to me. And the thing about it is, they wouldn't be able to explain mm-hmm. it. And and even for them, if it was for them, if it was a spiritual battle or if it was a, a just a battle, mm-hmm. you know, they wouldn't be able to say all those yeah, words. Yeah, like I gave you a story. Yeah. <laughs> You know, I am a rest of play therapist. Mm-hmm. And so what I do is I allow children to use other ways of showing me what's going on. Mm-hmm. Like we use play, 
We use all kind of toys. Yeah. Um, we use creative stuff. We use crayons. We draw pictures. And all that stuff is really, it's very intentional. Sometimes mm -hmm. parents are like, okay, so y'all just, Y'all just playing, like right, but it's very intentional. Yeah. And what the kids are able to do when they leave the therapy is they're able to one recognize it. Mm. A lot of times the kids are just okay. I'm just mad. They yeah. don't recognize wow. what's going on and and what made them feel that way. Mm. But it also helps them recognize. It helps them be able to get themselves to a point where what well, we call it where they're regulated. So gotcha. regulated just means that I'm not up, I'm not down. Mm -hmm. I feel okay. Yeah. And then being able to put some coping skills in place to say, okay, if TikTok is a way to help you calm yourself, you know, as we say in our community, calm your nerves, right? <laughs> so if TikTok helps you calm your nerves, okay, maybe we can't do it for six hours and not do homework. You know, maybe we can do TikTok, do your homework, go back to TikTok. Mm -hmm. So being able to help them with things like that, and that is what I do as a therapist and working with children. And so one of the things that, like, like you mentioned about just having those days where really you're just pushing through, you know? And so children have that too. Children have those days where I don't want to hear my mama fussing. Mm -hmm. I don't want to hear this teacher talking about this man. Mm -hmm. I don't want to hear somebody talking about these old men I'm never going to meet. And it's mm -hmm. not going to help me get a job. Like when I go get a job... On the interview, they're not going to ask me who the first and sixth president was. And you know what I'm saying? Smarter than you realize. <laughs> so, yeah. So, they never have a job interview and they already know. They already know. <laughs> so, thinking about those kind of things are some of the things that they're dealing with. But then sometimes, and the thing about it is, they don't always have a choice. Mm -hmm. As adults, we don't have a choice. We can't mm -hmm. always call in to work when we don't feel good. Exactly. Right? Because I was going to ask you about this. Yeah. Um, My husband mentioned the other day that they're trying to pass a law saying you can take a mental health day and still get paid. But I haven't did the research on it to know if it's official, especially if it's mm -hmm. official in Mississippi. But I was going to ask about that. You mentioned mental health day, but I don't think a lot of people can even take that. They don't. And the yeah. thing about it is they don't package it as a mental health day. Mm -hmm. And that's one of the needs that we definitely have mm -hmm. um, for like organizations. But part of it is us us talking about mental health more. Yeah. Us talking about, okay, this is really something that's impacting people. This is really something that's affecting people. Mm -hmm. Because if not, you just think that it's a, a it's their personal problem. Exactly. You know? And so the thing about it is, as a business owner, if I had some, well, as a mental health business owner, um, I would allow mental health days. But when I, I've been in the mental health field since 2008. Mm -hmm. And no job I've ever worked, you know, has said, you know what, Megan, take your mental health day exactly. or allow mental health days. And they're in the mental health field. Exactly. And so that's how far we have to go when it comes yeah. to just being able to be open to talk about everybody's not going to have a good day. Mm -hmm. People should be able, allowed to have a day off and your business is not going to fall through the floor on that day. As a consultant, I'm coming up with so many ideas for you. Yeah. This is <laughs> and she's talking, I'm like, ooh, I can't wait to tell her this when we stop recording. Yeah. <laughs> but it's just so many, and I say this on camera, the mental health, even being in this field, working in this field, is so underappreciated. And I've told mm -hmm. you this, and I'll say it again. We really do not value mental health. We don't value the word. We don't value the people that work in it. We look at it like if you doing this, you crazy, you on pills, mm -hmm. you done, you walking around in town in the middle of the road. We act like those are the only people yeah, who deal with mental health. People who look just like me need it. People who look just yeah. like me need it. People, everybody. 
can it, even if you think you don't need it, like you said, mm -hmm. everybody can benefit from it, from the child to the man mm -hmm. of the house. Everybody can. And um it it, it just bothers me because I'm thinking and you're talking and I'm like, man, you should be, and I'm just gonna say it, you should be going to different businesses, packaging this. Mm -hmm. I don't know legally what you can and can't do. <laughs> That's what we'll talk mm -hmm. about on camera. But somehow this should be a package that you present to different businesses to present that conversation. Mm -hmm. And I honestly don't care if somebody that's in this field take that idea because you can't have it's it all. A need. It's, a, it's, it's a, a need. It's enough seats at the table for everybody. If you're in this field, you're listening to this and you're watching this and you agree with what we're discussing, package it. Mm -hmm. Ask God, where do you need to go? Yeah. Who do you need to introduce this to? Who they may have be having the problems and I have to tell myself this as well as a consultant um, when I'm in this role. Sometimes I don't want to go out and talk about radio, advertising, or story studios. Because I know eventually I'm going to have to mention the price point. Mm -hmm. And I don't want to make you feel like you got to pay for something <laughs> that you need. But uh -huh. I, I just don't like that part of it. It's like, I want to just give it to you, yeah. but I got to pay bills too. <laughs> <That's true. laughs> but at the same time, I need to understand and remind myself that y'all need this. Yeah, mm -hmm. you gotta pay for it. But who how else you gonna get your business yeah. out there? Yeah, you can post all day, but you need to go beyond just Facebook. You need to go beyond just the social media. How are you gonna get to if you're a local business, how are you gonna get to to your local audience? Where do they pay attention? Mm -hmm. Things of that nature. So I have to constantly remind myself of that. Mm -hmm. And I said it to say this just like you people need to advertise and people need to invest in their businesses and things of that nature have conversations mm -hmm. like this for their business and for just the whatever topics in general people need to they need to put mental health on a higher scale of importance mm -hmm. they need to prioritize it that's the word i'm looking for and the only way that can happen is if someone's in the field who knows it knows mm -hmm. the back end of it like you even said that you're in the field for mental health but you don't even have people in your field back when you was working for other people in this field telling you that you could take mental health care. Yeah, we did. So the fact that you in a field they're not even mentioning, imagine how distant or far-fetched it is in a regular accountant firm. Yeah. Or a lawyer. I mean, those are the main people. The people that have like those stress-related mm -hmm. jobs, this should be something that yeah. is, is second to none. And I just felt ready to tell you that. And like I said, y'all take it, go with it. <laughs> But no, we need a, like an army of y'all out here going to be different businesses and saying, hey, I feel like I can help you in some mm -hmm. way. You got chaos on your job. Can I sit the person down? Somebody about to be fired, but they super good at their job. All of a sudden, they acting crazy. They need to see yeah. somebody. You know what I'm saying? Like, I yeah. just think of things of that way. It's just different ways you can package it. It's going to require some work. But what, what the words say, faith without works is dead. <laughs> you got the faith. You put the works behind it. You would probably be surprised. You, it's no problem to it. You'll be surprised what God do from doing it. But that's just what came to my spirit. Mm -hmm. I told you. Couldn't hold it. <laughs> there y'all go. <laughs> and if you work a job, as an adult, if you work a job, a lot of times your job may offer like what they call a employee assistance program gotcha. or EAP. Mm -hmm. um, and that's something where you can go to whoever is in your HR department and tell me to talk to somebody. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times, I think you get maybe three to five sessions that the company will pay for, mm -hmm. or they will be low cost. Gotcha. A lot of times, mental health services are covered under your insurance. So That's if you're at work and you yeah. have insurance, they'll pay for the mental and health services. And I take insurances. Um, and the, but for the kids, I always, you know, encourage the parents to 
let them build a relationship with their school counselor. You know, yeah. the school counselor is there for a reason. Yes. They may not, cannot handle the, um, the whatever the issue is that the child is dealing with in that environment. But mm -hmm. what they can do is they can refer them out to somebody mm -hmm. like me or somebody else in the community. Um, but then also the, t the school counselors are aware that, okay, this child may have a little more anxiety. Mm -hmm. So let me keep my eye on them. Like, exactly. let me provide them with some more resources in-house. Um, I think that telling, letting the school know that your child may be struggling is not a bad thing. Um, the school counselors in the area are really good at their job. I, I don't feel like they're going to put a scarlet letter on their chest and say, okay, this is one of the ones we got to look out for. Yeah. But they're just going to be able to provide them with some support. Exactly. You exactly. know, because it could be anything like, you know, going to the cafeteria could be, could cause a child to be anxious. Yeah. You know, so being able to support them wherever they may need that support and just being able to have those open communicate, open conversations with our kids is important. Does it feel like as you get older, when you look back in your childhood and teenage years, you start to get stuff more? Like you just start to look back and you're like, oh, that's why they did it. Or, oh, okay, that's why they did it. When my grandma died, they told me in my school counselor's office. Mm -hmm. I did. I was so confused of why I was in the council office. What are you here for? Yeah. Mental health. Mm -hmm. Like, to make sure I'm good when I hear that news. Yeah. Like, as you said, I was like, that's why. Mm -hmm. Like, that's why they called me yeah. in there. And I remember I used to have to take um, sessions with my school counselor and my speech therapist for speaking. Mm -hmm. Back then, like, if I said certain words, kids would laugh because mm -hmm. I, I just couldn't say them. Yeah. I couldn't say CH and SH words. I was, I was torturing, check and check, like, like I couldn't, mm -hmm. it was horrible. But I had sessions, I remember at Baby Martin, I'm six, seven years old, and I still remember that at 27, mm -hmm. going in there, pronouncing words, working with my speech and things like that. And now, at this moment, it was like mm -hmm. an epiphany of both of those moments mm -hmm. that I just mentioned, my grandma and my speech time, of why that was important. They, they found the need. Like, I didn't, I don't remember acting out for kids laughing mm -hmm. at me when I said certain words, but maybe I was. Yeah. And they were like, let's, let's take her. Let's, yeah. She needs to come here at a certain time, certain times of weeks to work on these things. And I'm so thankful for my school system. Yeah. I don't know what happened behind the doors. I don't know if my mom went to them, my grandma. I don't know if my teacher noticed it. I don't know if somebody mm -hmm. noticed it. So even if you're a teacher watching this, you're in the administration in administration office. You see them every day mm -hmm. when they come in. Wherever you are, you can voice how yeah. you feel to someone and get that child the help that they need. Yeah. And so, and I, and I think it's definitely, if, especially for the teachers, because they are, it's different than looking at your child because mm -hmm. you know your child. But mm -hmm. with the teacher, you know, it's like they have so many expectations to meet in the classroom. Mm -hmm. um, and so it may be difficult to be able to provide that one-on-one -on -one mm -hmm. that is sometimes needed for the kids. Exactly. So and I know teachers have resources and they have support systems in the school setting. So, you know, bringing the school counselor in to, you know, talk about what anxiety looks like or mm -hmm. letting the children know that, you know, these this is normal. It's yeah. normal to have some anxiety. But it's also normal to talk to somebody about it. So if you have it, come talk to us, offer those supports. Um, because if not, the kids just kind of sit there thinking that they're the only one. Mm -hmm. um, and it makes them feel like sometimes that they're going crazy, which yeah. that's their word again. Um, and we don't want the kids to feel that way. And 
if we had to choose, and honestly, and I think about stuff differently, um, but if we had to choose between our children being mentally healthy and being a straight A student, you know, as a parent, you just sometimes you have to choose and you have to choose what's important for your family. And I would hope, you know, that you would choose them to be mentally healthy. Wow. Um, because that's not, having good mental health is what's going to take them far in life. Exactly. It's not going to be their ACT score. It's not going to be their, you know, what they made on their third grade reading test. It's mm -hmm. not going to be you know, how many friends they had in elementary school, the thing that's going to keep them successful, no matter what they choose to do in life, is throughout, is them having good mental health. Mm -hmm. Them being able to have conversations with people. Them being able to tell people what they need. Them being able to set boundaries. You know, those are the things that our kids need. Mm -hmm. And those are the things that we as, fam as parents have to be the ones to teach them. But then we also have to be able to allow them to know that, you know, like, you know, and the thing about mental health, and y'all, I feel like I'm, I'm rambling, no, but no, the no, thing about no. it is, if your child had a broken leg, you would take them to the doctor. Mm -hmm. As a parent, you wouldn't say, "Don't tell nobody at school your leg broke." You know, we ain't talking about don't that outside the house. <laughs> you know, don't put that cast on. We wouldn't do that. But when your child is dealing with something like anxiety, or your child is dealing with ADHD, mm -hmm. or your child is dealing with anger. Yeah. You know, it's kind of like, you go to that school, I don't care what you're doing, you go to that school and you act right. Mm. But if your child had a broke leg, you wouldn't tell them to walk right. So it's like, being able to give them the, the resources that they need, and that resource may be a therapist. Yeah. You know, and it, I promise you, it does not have to be me. Yeah. There are so many good therapists who work with children, who specialize with children. You know, in the Brookhaven area, even now, there's so many that you can get in contact with online, virtually. Mm -hmm. You know, just give them somebody to talk to. Give them some type of outlet because as a parent, you're giving them the support that they need yeah. um, to deal with whatever they're dealing with. Exactly. Spiritually, what we're doing right now is breaking generational curses. True. If we, 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 we want to go back to the word, this is don't be a wicked Christian. Don't be a wicked Christian when it comes to making sure your child mental health is good. Don't be a wicked Christian when it comes to breaking generational curses. Period. Like, yeah. let's be honest about ourselves. If we, especially if we're children of God, and we call ourselves waking up, praying, reading the word, but yet when our child start acting different, we we throwing it off, and we mm -hmm. we're not we're not even analyzing our behavior. We're just focused on what we feel like they should be doing mm -hmm. instead of what they're really doing. We need to check ourselves. Yeah, we need to look ourselves in the mirror, and that is what this conversation is based mm -hmm. on. Let's really make sure that we're paying attention to our children and we're not repeating the same mistakes that we now look back at our parents like, dang, why do you do this like that? Like, I'm not going to lie. Now that I'm a parent myself, I look back and be like, okay, I analyze what my mama did uh, and I analyze if, if I would did it now that I'm a parent, like, man, yeah. wouldn't have, oh, yeah, I wouldn't have. Like, yeah. I, I do that yeah. and I don't try to. I'm not trying to give up bread. I love you, mama. Yeah. I know she's watching this. <laughs> I do. I, I know she's watching, but at the same time, I'm at I'm at the the spiritual. I, God gave me wisdom enough to know what to do that my mama did mm -hmm. right, and what to do that I, that she don't. I don't need to repeat. Like I don't need to repeat yeah. those things. Not saying she was a bad mom, cause she isn't. I'm here. Like mm -hmm. half of me is her, and I'm. She's the reason I'm like this. I got my whole personality from Janice. Yes. Like, yeah. I know that for sure. <laughs> However. There are some things that even mom ain't proud of. Yeah. But at the time, that's what she thought was best. 
Well, now we're able to educate ourselves and say, okay, don't do that. I yeah. did that. Yeah, you survived. I'm thankful. But don't do that to her. Yeah. Don't do that to Kale. Okay, mama. Thank you. Yeah. Or even if mama can't say it, or can say it. You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? So, I feel like that's where we get. I'll never just be like, oh, that was horrible. Yeah. I went, no, I went through it. Mm -hmm. Because of my experience, I became who I am today. But we don't have to make life hard on our children if it doesn't have to be. Yeah. And, that makes sense. and I think, and I, and I think that's a totally, di you know, different conversation about parenting. And, mm -hmm. you know, I hear people say all the time, you know, well, that's how my big mama did it or mm -hmm. that's how my mama raised me and I'm okay. And, you know, honestly, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. But being able to look at your kids and say that I want something different for them doesn't mean that big mama was wrong. Exactly. It doesn't mean that your mama was wrong. It doesn't mean that they didn't love you. It just means that the thing that worked for us in the 80s and 90s doesn't work for these kids. A whole these other world now. <laughs> you know, it just doesn't yeah. work. You know, so, and not saying it, finding other ways to do it mm -hmm. and realizing that every child is different. So every child is going to be parented differently. Exactly. Um, so just having one way of doing it may not work for Sally and Johnny. Exactly. And that's just what it is. And without saying that big mama was wrong or mama was wrong or mm -hmm. daddy was wrong, like it's not about right or wrong. It's about what is it that my child needs right now. Exactly. You know, I am, um, I, I'm going to be honest, I'm a yeller. You know, mm -hmm. I try not to, but as a parent, I am a yeller. Mm -hmm. but, if my child, but if my child is struggling with anxiety, yelling is not how I'm going to get through to them. Because mm -hmm. every time I raise my voice, they're going to shut down. Exactly. You know, and a lot of times parents don't recognize that. But as a therapist working with children, that's one of the conversations I have with parents. You know, mm -hmm. if you yell, I'm not telling you not to be yourself. I'm not mm -hmm. trying to tell you how to parent your child. But what I am telling you is that every time you yell at her or yell at him, he shut down automatically. He hears nothing else that you're saying. Yeah. Um, so if you want to have a conversation with them, then as parents, we sometimes have to find different ways of saying stuff. You know, so. Yeah, that's it. Without saying that you're wrong or I'm wrong or who's right or wrong, but just what's going, what may work um, and what may, it hasn't been working. Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah. Changing the approach. Mm -hmm. Nothing's wrong with it at all. Yeah. I love talking to you. Oh, I, really, thank you. I really do love talking to you as a client, as a friend, as a sister in Christ. Mm -hmm. I love you, mm -hmm. and I just want you to know that. And although this wasn't planned, this was needed. Mm -hmm. This conversation needed to be had. School just started recently. Yeah, it just started. Back. So for this to be planned and for it to be fresh and people mm -hmm. to be thinking about it, we, by now, you know, this this is going to air in September. So by now, we know if they mm -hmm. kind of feeling a little weird, especially if they started in Brookhaven. School has been happening for a couple yeah. of weeks now, so we kind of know some schools are already shutting back down. They are. That's, that's in, that can form anxiety. You mm -hmm. know, you just got back excited to be back where you consider normal. Mm -hmm. You know you're wearing a mask, you're at least around people again, and that school shut back down. Yeah. I had a client ask me yesterday, hey, um, advertising-wise, she's like, if I do this advertising, what if the games get canceled? She was like, because I wanted to give her some advertising around football games. Yeah. She's like, but what if the football games don't? And some of us, some of us are being canceled. Exactly, exactly. So we don't know what's about to happen, y'all. Mm -hmm. The Delta variant is real. Mm -hmm. You know, it's happening. Things are happening every day. Things are shifting. We cannot predict. No matter how much we think we can, we're not God. And we cannot predict what's going to happen the next moment. Definitely not the next day. So we need to make sure that we're educating ourselves, mm -hmm. that we're staying aware, and we're paying attention. 
if yeah. you're doing something about it. Anything yeah. else you'd like to add? Well, the only thing I would like to, to add, well, to end it, is just saying that, you know, sometimes as adults, I want us as adults and as parents to be able to give the children the space, mm -hmm. you know, to be able to allow them to, for us to recognize that they deal with the same things we deal with. Yeah. You know, if we stressed out about COVID, they stressed out about COVID. Mm -hmm. You know, if we stressed out about a boss at work that gets on our nerves, they probably stressed out about a teacher at school that gets on their nerves. Like, <laughs> they're human too. Like, it's it's okay to say that. It's yeah. not going to make them a bad person or a disrespectful person to say that this is what's going on in my life. So just being able to recognize that, recognize that for your kids, but also to give them the grace, give them the space to be able to say it. Um, and then if needed to always, you know, allow them to talk to a professional without feeling like all the family secrets are going to be spilled. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think sometimes, you know, as adults, as parents, checking ourselves to say, okay, what is it that I, what, what is it about this that's causing me anxiety as to why I won't allow my child to do that or won't allow my child to talk to somebody. Um, and sometimes we can have some realistic fears there. Um, and so just as adults being able to check ourselves and realize that at that moment is not about us, but it's about our children being healthy, yeah. mentally healthy, mm -hmm. um, so that they can succeed in whatever they want to succeed in. Yeah. That's amazing. Well, as usual, we're going to end this with a prayer. Miss mm -hmm. Megan, who would you like to pray? You or me? Um, I can pray to close about. I, 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 I was hoping <laughs> that you wanted to, but and I'm so glad did. you said so, so I will go by your guidance. <laughs> All right. Father God, thank you for allowing us this opportunity today to be able to have this conversation. It definitely was not the intention when we came here today, but glad that we followed your lead yes. um, and followed the spirit that you gave for Oriana. So thank you for that. Thank you for allowing me to use this platform and talk about the things that you have placed on my heart to talk about, um, to also to be able to help so that these children can get the things that they need and the parents can feel supported. Um, thank you for protecting us. Thank you for protecting our community. Thank you for protecting our kids and all the endeavors that they do. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Thank, thank y'all. Everyone that's tuned in, no matter when you're watching this, school may be over by the time you press play or listen to this video or the audio on the podcast, whatever, wherever you are. Speaking of that, before mm -hmm. we end, I want to let you all know that Don't Be A Wimpy Christian airs every Sunday at 10.15 on WAZA 107.7 FM. So if you're listening right now, thank you. Come <laughs> back next Sunday at 10.15 for a new episode or this episode. If I feel led to play it again, I'm going to play it again. <laughs> Um, also, Story Studios, you can find us on YouTube, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, everywhere. We're there. Um, with an eye, several wives, Story mm -hmm. Studios. And I think, that, oh, and the Story About Order podcast. Okay. It'll be playing there too. So you are in one of many areas, either listening or watching or doing both to this episode. We appreciate you no matter where you, where you are. We love you, we thank you, and we'll talk to you soon. Have a great day. Bye.